Yes, it is the Step Mates Podcast. Back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Peter, and Lockie Bloody Wilson. This is the Step Mates Podcast. Big round of applause. We're here. I tell you what, I'm feeling a bit rusty, boys. You had a big weekend, man. My voice is fucked. What is going on? Hello. Maybe it was you getting into, like, coming back home at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, we had a big one. You had a big one. We, had, we all had a big one. Uh, just some of us <laughs> we, were smarter we, about when we went home. We staggered our go-home times. Um, I tell you what, I have not been feeling good. I've been wanting to have a fucking good night out for a long time. You know, I've, I've been speaking about this. It's like I'm training for this 100K. I just hit my taper weekend. And I've been desperate for one of those nights where it was just, just a blowout. You know, just a fucking all-nighter. Just go hard. I've been fucking wanting a blowout for a long time. And then... I got home at 8.30 a.m. on Sunday from a Saturday <laughs> night out. A Bucks party. A Bucks party. And I fucking went hard. And I have not been feeling good ever since. Sunday, obviously a write-off. This is a three-day hangover. It's so bad. I'm feeling fine, fellas. It's disgusting really? that you're feeling, feeling great. bad. I have had hmm. crippling anxiety the last two days. I have been having panic attacks <laughs> consistently. You know what the difference is, though, is that I came home at 2 a.m. So it was that six hours, yeah, I reckon, right. that's in there. I honestly thought you were an hour behind me. Like, I was like, ah, oh, this is wrapping up. Like, yeah, well, so did I, but it was, uh, the universe had different intentions for me. <laughs> but honestly, I, like, I've lost my voice, so we haven't been able to do any sort of voice recording stuff, uh, even though we've got this, you know, the big job on the go. I've had this voice, and we, we fucking got a call up from the fucking age today. Yes. Sebo, we just what had a random, random fucking what? breaking news story with the age. What is this age? Well, I'll read you the uh, it's original a newspaper. email. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like print media. Small little, uh, small little outfit. Yeah, up and comer. Um, yeah, we got this uh, email from Carl Quinn. Hi there, Mark and Sebastian. My news desk is very keen on a piece on your work with Miss Hanson. I have to say I'm no fan of her politics, but I've seen the videos you've done and they're actually pretty smart. I'd love to have a chat with you and maybe set up a pic if that's possible. This would yeah, be. We sent you an email back, right, on this one. Just going, is this a fucking hit piece or what? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> is this well, a no, fucking hit we piece? We didn't send an email back, but we uh, talked about it for a good five minutes. We're like, is this a hit piece? And if it's a hit piece, should we do it? Yeah. And we were like, look, even if it's a hit face, it'll be pretty funny. It was No um, press is bad press. And it turns out this bloke had already written about us before as well. It was when we first dropped um, regular old Bogan oh, at okay. the Channel 7 Was up he front. nice or was he... It was sort of middle of the lane, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah, nice, it, was it wasn't cruel, it wasn't great. But he, he sort of, what did he say? He was like, because uh, it was during the 7 up fronts and it was like... Uh, it was like, oh, maybe Channel 7 need to have a word with the guys from Stepmates because on their Patreon page it says, we make stuff that's never going to be on television. And he was like, well, it is now. Like, yeah, so yeah. It was, it was kind of a compliment, but it was also like a, he's a hard-hitting journalist. He gotcha. Yeah, he got this us. This guy's a f- full fucking, He does him? the deep dive. He's a full dick. Is that what you call him? Like, uh, like, oh, like a detective. Eyes. Detective? He's yeah. a full detective. Like, so it- we said to him on the phone when we got on there, it was like, Carl. You, we know you. You're the fucking, well, 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 Carl. You're the deep digger. Like we know you, mate. You go hard. We meet again. Yeah. And um, to be honest, it was it was a, it was there was a lot of softballs. It was a lot of softballs. Um, it wasn't wasn't too hard hitting. He the only bit was when he started going like you know we're, we're having a chat about the project, making all the jokes and whatever, and he's just like, so, um, what are your beliefs on immigration? <laughs> and it was just silence from Sebi and I just got ah it was, all, it was all like fun and games up until that point we were laughing telling stories telling jokes and then sort it just got real serious dodging like, the question a little bit but felt like he was trying say? to trap us so as well like, what about climate change and it was like ah pretty funny <laughs> it's pretty funny that's all we could say it was just it was pretty funny like it was, it was bananas like that was the only thing we could do and then we finished up the interview and I was just like listen Carl this isn't a hit piece, is it? Like, you're not going to make us look like clowns, are you? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. We'll see. We'll see, Carl. Oh. We'll see what this fucking article looks like. And then the bloke comes around with his... It, like they, they, they sent a bloke out to take photos of us here in this, in this room. Yeah, it was it's just it's just it's it's like a little lounge room. It like happened so fast too. We got the email at one. We're on the phone with him at like one thirty, and the photographer was here at two. While I was on, while we were on the phone to the reporter. I got three missed calls from the chicks that the, the, that run the pick desk at the age going like, we need to know what your address so we can send the photographer. Like, this was like breaking news. I don't understand. What have we done, Slow, slow news day. <laughs> this or is what I'm thinking. What have they got on us? What have they found? What are they, are they listening to this? <laughs> Live. <laughs> Carl, are you listening? 
to the public podcast. Anyway, we'll see. Public podcast? What have we said? What have we done? We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out in in mere moments, apparently. I think it's going to be in the paper tomorrow. So keep your eyes peeled um, for your boys turning up. Very strange as well. Even the the, the the photos like just don't make sense. It's yeah, like, it was a bit. It's like we're just chilling out. Like the computer's on. Pauline's on the screen. I've got my feet up on the desk. Sebi's on the mic. I'm sweating. It's a hot day. Sebi's just like pouring, pouring in sweat. sweat. Like it's it's <laughs> well, that'll probably look. Keep an eye out for that. There's fucking like uh, there's uh, soundproofing all over the. There's a fucking two liter bottle of vape juice that he honestly thought was urine. He said yes. to us, he was like, I really like that. It's funny, like the bottle of urine. It looks like it. urine. It does I'm, look I'm looking like at urine. it right now. It looks it com- like identical to a bottle of very yellow urine. <laughs> he came round, but I reckon. He was a bit awkward at first, Ebo, but he was a little. He, he came round, I reckon. We, we asked you, him a lot about it. Well, he's one of those classic, you know, camera guys that they've been doing it for like 50 years. Yeah. yeah okay. They just love cameras. And like, we asked him a bit, it was just like, like, did you cover the riots? And he was, and he was like, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you get sprayed? And he was like, no, 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 but my mate did. And it was like, it was good. It was like oh. a bit of bonding. It was like, yeah, right. A bit of Thought about out. you blokes. Yeah, getting sprained. So anyway, that doesn't matter. How you feeling, mate? You're, you're not feeling a I feel 100%. like shit. Yeah. I feel really, I just feel tired. I, what I was like, you were eight, I was four. Seb, you were like two, so. Fresh as a daisy, boys. Um, I'm so, so jealous. I don't usually do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to like revel in it for a little bit. Can we talk about. The venue. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? So this is uh, <laughs> we, we 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 kicked it off at the pub, but but we did it. We did our Patreon podcast for the good cunts that support us here on Patreon, um, or not here on Patreon, over there on Patreon. Um, we did a podcast, and then we went to this Bucks party, right? Um, and then so we rocked up a little late. So we started. They'd, they'd the, been at the pub, pub for like an hour, maybe they were doing some trivia games. We had a beer, we had a beer, and then we went to this place called the Man Cave. Uh, yeah, in South Yarra. <laughs> in South Yarra. And it's pretty much as grim as it sounds. No, 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 actually, no, that's not fair. It's worse. Let's, oh, let's explain the, the process, because I reckon it got worse as the night went on. Well, the, the introduction to the man cave was pretty dire, because like, we all rock up. First of all, we couldn't find the entrance. It was like fucking trying to get onto platform nine and three quarters. Like, it was just brick walls yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's outrageous. It's some, so hidden. Some, yeah, yeah. some fucking security guard from another building was like, he could just tell. He could tell. It was we're a we're fucking bunch of boys. You guys looking for that grotty fucking place yeah. across the road. We, we, we go around the corner. You you go in a little loose with the with the checking of the, the, the vaccine. Oh, the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, a little, little loose, a little loose. Everyone was vaccinated. It was fine. Then you get in and you were hit with just the stench of vomit. It was outrageous. And just it was muggy. It was just a big warehouse. <laughs> Everything was black. <laughs> yep. It were like weird. You know those just cheap human. neon lights that you see at like Laser Force or yep. like... 10 pin bowling It was filled with those There was a fucking Bucking ball uh, What was it Sumo suits Sumo suits But it was, it was Everything had seen Better days as well like, It was all pretty grotty Lights was, were low There was a carpet Yeah For some reason gross, do you know? Man. Do you guys remember When we were in there In the first 10 minutes A piece of corrugated iron Came off the wall And <laughs> fell right. Onto oh Johnny god Did you see that It no. was like it was, a, it was like a square meter Yeah as it, was, well. it was a heavy piece of a uh, this place was was not good, and I I ended up getting some intel because like there were there were strippers there, and um, I didn't even realize they were like because I didn't realize they were strippers at first because it was so like the the venue was so just grimy and like like not it was not it appealing. Was, it, it, was it wasn't a, it wasn't like a a club or anything. No, like, it, 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 it was like going to uh, like a year twelve. Like mate shed, it was like, yeah, yeah. It was like going to like fun zone or something, yeah, yeah. time zone. Like a, it was like a mate's shed, like a, a like a, who lived on a property, like, like out a real back. cashed up bogan. Yeah. yeah, so there were these girls around. How many were there? There was like maybe five or ten. Yeah, maybe five to ten, just in really skimpy bikinis, really skimpy. And they'd come up and they'd talk to you and try and get you to like have a lap dance. But by this stage, we'd only had a beer. Yeah, like, and we were just sort of awkward about it. We were like, ah, oh, I don't know, we're just starting. Like, we, like, like as we established like last week, it was not really my thing anyway. So yeah, no, me neither. But and I got sold immediately. <laughs> Mark, Mark got <laughs> sold. Like, like talk about it, within fifteen minutes by a bald chick. Like she was bald. <laughs> it was completely bald, and I was sold. You, you, I've got to say, you did skull your first. I know incredibly I, quickly. Well, I, I, I wanted to get into it, but I didn't want to go too hard. But yeah. The salesmanship 
of of some of these girls was out <laughs> fucking rageous. Like yeah, yeah. this one played it very, very, very well. Yeah. It's um and uh, to, to be honest, it is actually the fucking theme of my bunch of cards this week. Anyway, so be roll the clip for me. Mate. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. Strippers are a bunch of cunts. Oh my gosh. Boys, I swear to God, every single one of them. Every single one. Everyone. I spent a lot of money on strippers this weekend. And I. Whose fault is that? I deeply regret it, and it's well, a couple yeah, hundred so, bucks, you know, like a lap dance. Well, fucking, it was more than that. <laughs> Anyone that tells you boys that strippers are exploited, uh, I'm here to tell you, are absolutely full of shit. Strippers are not exploited. Like, I was exploited, right? <laughs> I walked away on 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 Saturday night with a fucking boner. And about two thousand dollars out of a bank account. Two thousand dollars. And everyone thinks everyone fucking thinks that strippers are just fucking ditzy bimbos. But I'm here to tell you they are not. Right? They are definitely not lucky. I know you don't believe me, but don't <laughs> believe it for a second. These chicks are crafty, mate. They are smart. They are so smart. They make you feel like you are the most amazing person they've ever met. That you're not like any of the other guys that have paid to see their tits. That you're special. And I believed. Every bit of it. That doesn't sound like I me. got sucked in so, so bad. It was so bad. I thought I was special because these chicks are salespeople, boys. Did, did anyone else spend $2,000? I didn't spend I'm, a I'm sure plenty of other people did because these chicks are smart. And if you and, and they realize as well, if you, you look at them and they, they, you're not getting a, they're not getting a sale, they move on. Like they're so fucking, they, they've got clever little tactics. Like, I'm not going to be here for much longer. They use scarcity. Like it's very fucking like as a, as I'm a sales guy, I like this shit. High pressure. They're doing a lot of high pressure sales. They make you feel like a shit cunt for like um for not wanting to go to the ATM to pull out more money. Like you're not going. It's like come on, it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks, and we get to do one more. All right, I'm not a cunt. Like that's what they make you feel like doing. That's it's it's so fucking clever, and they sucked me right in. All right, and I feel. Like shit about it. I'm still having anxiety about it. I I, I don't feel good about myself. I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel this used. Sounds like a you problem. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a victim. I, I I feel exploited, and it's all because of these clever bitches. Boys, strippers are a bunch of cunts. And so concludes a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. They're so clever. They're so crafty. These little cunts. It sounds like it didn't take much work. I, I feel like. Do you remember, Seb? There was a. Like whilst some of the fellas were getting dances, and like yeah, sure, a lot of the girls come up to you and like you know they touch your arm, they they put it on. Uh, there was one one stripper who came up to us and was like, "Hey, can I just stand here? Because they make us go around and talk to everybody." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can I just hang out with you guys for a bit? Amazing. And we we're like, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I cool. The awkward shit chat, like. I just find it awkward. Uh, like it's like, and and as the night went on, she just ended up hiding out in the smokers area with us. Oh, that chick! Oh, yeah, 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 she yeah, seemed yeah. cool. She was awesome. She seemed cool. But she it's, was, I don't know. It's too it's too <laughs> fake for me. I can't get into it because I know it's not real. Yeah, I just I can't buy into the lie. Oh, it's That's, the exploitation, boys. It, it just is. Tug, it, it, it tugs at my soul. That's why I can't do it. It's deeply you. You're getting exploited. <laughs> I'm telling you. And I actually spoke about this a lot of times with them as well. It's like. There was a couple of times where I was like, nah, I'm feeling exploited now. Yeah, right. And this needs to stop. <laughs> I actually said this to one of them. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this needs to stop. What did she say? Up until now, it's been fine because I felt like I was exploiting you. <laughs> now, it's feeling like you're exploiting me and yeah. this needs to stop. What what makes me sad is that like because I know you're, you're sort of like me, Lucky. Is that like we'd, like someone approached a group and we'd, we'd make chit chat, but we'd, we were clearly not interested. Yeah. we would say it. But you, like, you do this sort of little half court, half yeah, three quarter, and then they sort of get the idea. But then you turn around, and then some guys in the Bucks party had absolutely brought in. Like I'm not saying you, Mark. I'm saying they were just <laughs> no, like, no, no, oh, no, it well, it was the older guys. It's the guys with families and stuff. Like they had, like their arms around them, they were walking places. You're like this crazy. I saw I saw one of the guys. I won't name names, but gave one of them a tip as he left. He was like, wow. he was like, oh, you just had a really great time, and gave oh, her another wow. tip. They play on love. That's the thing. They say they really get you. These are they, married men. Yeah, I love it. I'm getting that <laughs> name from you after the show, um, by the way. But uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's it was very. It was I, I did talk. It was, it was, there was one that I was talking to as well. It was, she was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, we work in animation. 
And uh, she was like, oh, sweet. Could I have seen anything you've done? And I talked about the Pauline Hanson thing. And she yeah. was just like, she was from Queensland. She hated Pauline Hanson. But told her to get around the fucking show. Like yeah, the right. Bob Catter impression. <laughs> and she thought it was great. Oh, uh, yeah. It was it was, of course she did. <laughs> it was worth the extra. She said I was really that's good. The thing. I don't get compliments very often, boys. <laughs> like, really it was worth it. the money. It I'm was in worth love so with the stripper. It was worth the money. And then we ended up at the fucking men's gallery. Well, we didn't even say the worst part about the man cave, though, is that we thought we had exclusive access to this place, right? And then probably about eight or nine o'clock, we got there at six, at about eight or nine o'clock, Another group of guys comes in. We're like, this is a bit weird. Maybe they're in a separate function room somewhere else. Another group of guys come in. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, there were almost 60 to 70 blokes from different Bucks parties. Oh, all yeah. in this one hot, sweaty, <laughs> neon room. It was disgusting. Because and, 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 we said there was like a mechanical bull and stuff. There was an upstairs, which was where we'd all been forced to go. It was just there a was, bar. There was a bar and some axe throwing. And that was it. And it was loose. There was no security. There was no, no I'll monitoring. I'll tell you this. I was in the toilets, right? There was one toilet. This is funny. I was in the toilet. With two cubicles for the girls as well. And they would often go in pairs into the toilets, <laughs> did, by the way. I did notice that. The guys or the went girls? In, no, was boys a, and girls went was, into those toilets as pairs. It, yeah. was, it was like primary school. Yes. 15 minutes at a time. Like, it was a good amount of time in those toilets. But then uh, there were guys just racking lines up. And then the security guard's just standing there waiting to do a piss. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck, man. It's my first day. Like, <laughs> mo- everyone that I spoke to oh, there, it was their hell, first day right. at the man cave. Yeah, yeah, that was true. And then I remember at one stage in the night too, because it was so hard to go fucking take a piss. Because like, there were just lines of blokes like fucking itching their noses and like, Yes. Tweaking and shit. One stage in the night, Mark goes in and starts directing the toilet. Yeah. And he's like, all right, this one's for lines. This one's for pissing. (laughs) Someone had to do it. Someone had to fucking control this shit. The coolest part about it, though, was like 10 minutes later, we walked past the toilet and it was still going on. Other people were saying, no, 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 that one's for lines. This one's for pissing. The rules stuck. And then I I did, actually, I I went back later. Should have made a sign. The rules started to dissolve a little bit and I had to really come down again. Yeah. Like it was, it had started to lay down the law. It broke down. I was like, fucking hell. There was a system, guys, and it's fucked. Who knew the man cave would be full of so many men? I would not have picked it, to be honest. And looking at the photos online, it looked like a fine establishment. Yeah, it yeah. Like, it really like Disneyland for, for middle-aged married it blokes. Outrageous. It was uh, anywhere that sort of caters purely for bucks parties. They're not having a good time. Uh, do you they make a bunch of, bunch of cash money? I, they make a lot of money. Yes, yeah. I would say uh, they make and there was a There was a $200, was it 100 and something dollars each for us all to go in there? 200 Uh Mental. Um but I also I did get the intel from uh, from my, f- my my first stripper. Uh, <laughs> she was saying it was her first day, and they were giving her the tour around. And we were like, I was like, this joint fucking stinks. Like it smells like vomit. It really What's going did. On? It, it smelled so bad. And like you it was, it, you could it was like in zone. So it was like you could sort of like hide in a corner and be like, oh, I'm not smelling the fucking vomit. It was hard to escape the the vomit. Like the vomit was pretty much everywhere. And she said that. She was getting a tour around, like, this is where the toilets are, this is where your change rooms are, this is what this is. And she was like, then they went into the bathroom and apparently it was just uh, uh, a, a guy on the fucking floor, basically <laughs> dead. Oh, that's right. And then they were poking him and he wasn't moving and they thought he was dead. Someone called an ambulance, they dragged him out and whatever, and it was he ended up being fine, but he was he was basically on, on the precipice of death. This was so funny because you told us about, like, when you got out, you told us about this and then we started... Just every time strippers would come over to try and like you know faux flirt with us and get us a dance, we'd be like, "So what's the go with the dead body?" And then they'd just go, "Can't talk about that." I got so much fucking intel. So apparently he walked. He, apparently he got really really drunk. It was like a bucks party from like earlier in the day. Yeah, right. Like it was morning. That was because we got there at like what three four. We were there at six. Yeah, I wonder if so a like, piece of corrugated iron hit him in the back of the head. I must have, must have. But apparently <laughs> he was just projectile vomiting everywhere and like running around. Oh well, that like, explains the fucking. That's, that's why it was it? everywhere because he just projectile vomited everywhere and then like ended up in the toilet, face down in the muck. I love how the Bucks party just left him. They were just like, nah. They must have. They've just gone. Nah, he's too far gone. Like, this go is, on without it's me, the boys. Buck special day. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's, Leave um, every man behind. That's true. Now I, I got to say, boys. You know, I, I made the joke that it was like, was it within fifteen minutes? I was sold, and I was, I was, I was straight out the back, right? Because I just, I just got sucked in. As I walked in, I saw the buck uh, getting a lap dance already. 
So I, I it immediately gave me a little bit of like uh, I felt okay about it. Like yeah, but I, I thought I was like straight in. Like I was the. I first think he was forced to do it. Yeah, though. yeah, he was forced. Yeah, he looked forced. Yeah, he looked yeah. so forced. <laughs> in the he moment. Because I, I walked past and the curtain was there and I was like, yeah! And it was just like, ah! <laughs> uh, and then the chick was like shutting the curtain because uh, like, yeah, she wanted money from me now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd seen so. It was very funny. It was, a ve- it was look, overall, it was a very funny night. There were fucking great moments. Do you, I have do you regret so it? much regret. Okay. I have yeah, no, so full are. of uh, anxiety. I... I uh, I feel horrible. Here's the question though: what What did you learn? What are you going to do different next time? What am I going to do next time? I'm I'm going to go home earlier. Do you yeah. reckon you will? I will. Yeah. Do you, I need you, to. Do you think you were compensating for the last bucks that you went home too early, I and think this so. time you went too late? And next time, I, just right. I went four hours longer than anyone else. Like that's just. It's well, not I was good. the second last person there, and I remember we were saying to each other, "Yep, yeah, we're we're like we're in this together now." And then you, I guess you got another dance or you just I went did. to the toilet or something like yeah, that. And then as soon as you were just out of eyesight, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just got an Uber and left. And then I finished up and I saw the message was, and you're like, got an Uber, my boy? And I was like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still here, last man standing. And I was talking to no one. And I was just walking around and end up like basically falling asleep. And yeah, was, uh, was I heard you were kicked out. Is that that's not true? Oh what? no, they they won't kick you out of those joints. Like they just like sort of just go, come on, mate, you can't sleep here. And then yeah, they, right. like, they're not going to kick you out because you, like, you're just going to get more money. I was holding fifty dollars. <laughs> you're just a little ATM. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking hell, like an absolute clown. But uh, no, nah, full of regret, not feeling good. I I don't know. I I don't know if I can do that again for a long time. I was glad I got it out of my system, but geez, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, we're getting older, boys. Anyway, that's my confession. Should we roll into some actual confessions? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Should we fucking get some real confessions out there? Yeah, let's go. That's right. It's Stepmates Confessions, the part of the show where you good listeners write in your deepest, darkest secrets. Mark, how do they do that if they want to do that? What do you do? You go down to the homepage, stepmates.com.au forward slash confessions. You can also navigate it from the homepage. And uh, we do not track IP addresses. It's completely anonymous. We uh, don't, do we, Lucky? That's not a lie. That's, that's we not do not do it. We <laughs> and I to be honest, I needed this segment this week. hundred percent. I need some I need I need to hear. Some people's deepest, darkest secrets because I've I feel like I've just confessed my sins. You need a um, pick me up from the weekend, and I've like I've, you know fucking sweaty palms. I need something to fucking cl- you know clean me up. I want to hear some. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear how other people have fucked up their lives. Um, so we will just start. We will just jump straight in here. The first one we got is actually someone just sent us a porn video out of nowhere. Oh, that's an uh, interesting uh, confession on spankbang spankbang dot com. Spank bank. Uh, spank bang. Spank bang. What's spank bang? Com? Give me I don't a, know. I'm going to move my fucking. Um, thing so I've got so it here. What's it called? Dicking down Danny, and uh, the thumb the thumbnail is Danny being dicked down. Did they? Did they? Oh, is it gay porn? Is that what's going on here? Uh, dick down Danny. Let's let's have a look. Let's go. Could be like a Danny with an eye. Yeah, how's it spelled? Ah, that's ah! It's the music. <laughs> they found the music. Oh my! Oh my god! Dude, full that version. is insane. Um, I love that someone <laughs> was. Having themselves a little sesh. Yeah, now let's look. They thought of the boys. What? What? Tell me more about this video. What's? What's the? Uh, what's the context? Uh, this so we've got just Danny there. Upon this, right? We've got Danny, who's you know, she, you know how she, she'd be classified as BBW in porn. BBW. Um, Who wrote BBW? this song? Milf. Do you know Seb? I just found it on YouTube. Is like I was just looking up sexy music. Is they, that right? They must be making some some bank. Spank bank. Yeah. <laughs> spank they are making bang. some spank bank. Oh, that's cool. That must have been trippy. That must have been trippy. I love I love that we were in someone's mind um, yeah. while they're about to... Uh, I'll tell you what I have heard a lot of, actually, recently, the more and more I hear it, is our fucking Stepmates podcast theme music. Yeah, we need some new theme music. It's turned that's up in a couple of vlogs. It's turned up in a couple of places. An ad? The th- it's kind of re-roll? The thing is, if we're going to get new music, we need original music because whatever we get... Library music, yeah, it'll you'll be, find it. Like, something will have it and you'll, yeah. you'll find yeah. it again. 
Uh, anyway, well, maybe it doesn't fucking matter. I don't know. We'll jump straight into it. If a listener sends us one and it's good, we'll use it. If it's shit, then we probably won't even play it on the pod. No, or we will yeah. make fun of it. We'll come That's up with a new deal. one. That's a good deal. We'll come up with a new one. Anyway, first confession. Um, I heard you guys talk about the bionic arms and legs. One of my mates was in a really bad motorcycle accident and he had a choice to get a bionic arm and he has to charge it. So he decided to have a wank while using the arm and told me he was about to bust a nut and his hand went flat. <laughs> So he had his bionic uh, hand around his cock and he had to walk over to the charger with his arm still on his pecker. Uh, and then another time he was doing the same thing and he was going too fast and he broke the bone in his pecker. Oh, man. So no. he walked into the ER and they had to cut it shorter to fix it. Anyway, boys, keep it up. So many oh, people rely had, on you. They had to cut it shorter. Oh, that's nice. So many fix people, it. So many people rely he, on you. Because he busted his so bone. So he lost like a... He lost what? some length. Mate, I'd be fucking shattered if that, that happened to me. I, I would lose. be in trouble <laughs> if, I, if I lost any more. I, I, always, I always used to want like a robotic arm. Like, you know, an iRobot, how he's got that one robot arm. Yeah. I used to think that was so cool. I was like, Is man. You, you'd I, like that. Yeah, because I'd make it my left arm and then it would compensate. Oh, so you could still flog. Well, no, I'd just have like an... Because the left arm's useless. Because it like I'm right-handed. If you had, no, if you had a bionic arm, you'd be flogging with the bionic arm all the time. Well, like I could if yeah, I wanted true. to. It's got no nerve endings and stuff. No, so it'd, it'd be like it'd the be stranger, like stranger every time. But it'd be a metal stranger. You put a little. You could put a little cloth in your hand. <laughs> true. You I really like a couple of pieces of ham that this bloke gave himself a flogging, didn't finish, and then had to plug it in. Yeah, that's, that's really is funny. Exactly what I would do as well. Because <laughs> most people were just like, all right, fuck it, I have to switch arms or I have to figure something else out. Maybe abandon the wank. Not this bloke. He's like finding an adapter, do you rec- plugging do- it into the wall. <laughs> like he's got to fucking charge this cunt up. I love that. Do you reckon that this was though they're the only two times he ever used the bionic yeah. arm? That way again, because he, he was like, oh, I, I really want to try it, but it's a, it's too dangerous. And then he, he finally plucked up the courage and then like first, first go at like, freezes on his dick and then the oh. second go up rips it in half. That's amazing. How advanced is the technology on bionic arms? What are we talking here? I is it just know. can you move this must fingers? Be so recent cuz bionic just... arms went around when I was a kid. Nah, right? Is it Surely. Can you move his fingers? I don't know. Now when I was a kid it was like, you know, you don't remember those hooks? They probably still have them and it was just like you could sort of like move two of the hooks and they were like very they were pretty like versatile but there was no, like, hand that could move. No. I know no. Oh, they've definitely got that now. Like, you see that shit now. Like, you'd, you'd want a bionic arm from, you know, the last couple of months. I'd love, to, I'd love to interview Not this a problem. guy. I would absolutely love to interview this guy. The bionic flog. Uh, get in touch. Send us an email. The bionic flog. Let's fucking, let's try and get you. We'll get it on a Zoom call. We'll, we'll, we'll do whatever you need. Uh, next one. Anyone that has Queen Elizabeth on their death pool is onto something. She's skipping a lot of stuff lately. Should we explain what the death pool is? Uh, so, we, yeah, we do have a death pool, celebrity death pool, where everyone has plucked out 20 celebrity names uh, and we are, we're running it on a competition. You get uh, points for anyone on that list who's a celebrity who does die. You get 100 points minus their age. So you want the youngins. You well, want some youngins. How old's Queen Elizabeth? She's 105. So I feel like you'd lose fucking... Yeah. I don't know if she's if, actually... If you, if you don't have a couple of oldies, though... Yeah, you, you need to get some You're not going to get any points, potentially. But not wrong. On Queen Elizabeth. She's 95. I reckon she is 95. any minute. So you get five points. She just lost her partner. It's very sad. Yeah, very I, sad I don't think her. she's far off. It's inevitable. It's inevitable that we'll lose the uh, we will lose her majesty. Isn't that weird? Like we've talked about this before, but like Prince Charles will be on the money. Yeah. Holy fuck. That will be very odd. From that just that year on. Because she's been on the money since what, like the fucking thirties? Forever. Yeah, she's that chick from the money, isn't she? She's yeah. that money. Do you yeah. reckon she's one of the most famous people in the world? Would you say that? No. Like, who's never, the most I'd, famous person really? in the world? I hadn't heard of her before this pod. No. <laughs> we are big We are big monarchs. It's, it's the monarch podcast. But Yeah, she'd, she'd be in like that top 1% of famous people, surely. Like, what do you got? Like Obama? Like o- the, Oprah, the most famous person Obama, in the world. Obama, the Queen, like, I don't know, Trump, Kim, Trump Kim now. Like, Trump? Yeah, like who Kim who Kardashian, else can, like, who's, Kanye maybe. The Kim Rock. could walk past me in the street. Not a fucking problem. Wouldn't wouldn't know. Would not be able to pick Kim Kardashian out. You reckon you could recognize the Queen over Kim Kardashian? Hundred percent. Really? Hundred percent. I reckon I could pick pick Kim K out of the lineup. We have a picture of the Queen above our toilet. That's true. You do. Like, I look at her <laughs> seven several times a day. Like I, I this is how much of a monarchy the, monarch. Podcast she is taking a shit. This is a list uh, yeah. from New Idea, so you know it's good. Um, number one, The Rock. Nah, disagree. 
Number he, two, Will Smith. Famous. Disagree. Number three, Donald Trump. I reckon Donald. I reckon Donald Trump's more famous than the Queen. You reckon? Because there's so many Middle Eastern countries that are under the fucking America's thumb. Yeah, he's okay. pretty recent though. Like he's, you know, he's been famous for a while, but he's like mega famous, sort of only recent. Where she's been, she's like generations. He's got internet fame. You're not that. That's, yeah, a, that's an interesting that's point. The internet does travel much further than maybe cash does for the Commonwealth. That's that's an interesting point. Mm. But I Adele. Fuck off. No. Not to uh, uh, reporter Matt no. Duran. You hear about that, boys? I, I, I've only heard whispers of this that Channel 7 are not happy. They gave me a buzz and said, What do you reckon of Matt Duran? I was like, Flog. And they were like, Okay, cool. So, yeah, the, the brief <laughs> of the story is he was going to interview Adele in the UK. Um, apparently, Channel 7 paid a million dollars for the interview. Waste of money, in my A million dollars. That's and a lot of money. So, they, they did for, the, for just a chat. They did the interview. Apparently, Matt hadn't listened to the new album and Adele walked out. Of the uh, interview, and they wouldn't release the footage to uh, Channel Seven. How how far into the interview did she walk out? Like how far did he? Apparently, it was a longer interview than usual. They did he try and take minutes. it? So I, I heard that it was a twenty minute interview that went to twenty nine minutes. Oh, like, so he got his fucking money's worth. Like this, I feel like there's a lot of misreporting around this. Did he really have to listen to the fucking album? Was in it all it, honesty, was it an interview about the album? Maybe. Well, I think well, he, his argument was he made an honest mistake. He was like, oh, I didn't see the email come yeah. through. I didn't know that I had it. Right. Um, I thought it was just a, you know, it's a pretty funny interview. No, I, 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 I don't care at all. I, I, I don't <laughs> care at all either. And to be honest, Adele could use a, the, the, like, she's got that attitude that she walks out on interviews and she doesn't give a fuck. And you know what's like, funny? Um, yeah, she does, she does have a bit of that about her. But I, I, there was a, qu- there was some quiz was on and, it was the question was like, oh, who would you? What celebrity would you want to live next door to? And then you know, ask my girlfriend because that's what you do when you're in a relationship. You just ask questions yeah, off the talk. quiz show in TV. And she was like, oh, Adele, I reckon. And I was like, I don't even know you liked Adele. You've never played an Adele song. You wouldn't want to live next to her. No fucking way would you want to live next to Adele. Too much drama. Is there? You'd be in a fucking no, song. No, she's not like Taylor Swift, is she? she no, nah, but it'd be, like it'd be like you do one thing wrong. Like you ask for a fucking cup of sugar and it, you're, you're in an album next. It's like the cunt next door <laughs> wants a cup of sugar. Like you're going to be fucked. You're going to be, it's like you've made her life a fucking misery. Yeah, you got to walk on eggshells with with singer-songwriters, don't you? She's a nutbag. It's going to be all over the fucking joint. <laughs> you can tell. She, she seems quite fun, but I mean like... Just have you, you better listen to her bloody album though, because yeah. I'll tell you what. Sure. I would give anything for this interview. To come out, who? So she's refusing to give the no, footage. No, Sony. Uh, I think Sony are oh, refusing okay. to give the footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I don't reckon. What I reckon down? he got something out of her. I reckon he got something that no one else did. Let's get Matt Duran on the show. We should get Matt Duran on the show. I'll give him a buzz. We always say we're going to get people on the show. We, we never do. We never, we never do. get any. We never, we never do. do. The show. No one ever fucking <laughs> answers our calls. Um, anyway, it's fucked. Last, I don't understand. Last it's like, confession. It's like we're not prolific enough. Um, so the subject of this is brother fucking his girlfriend while I have to hear it. Uh, hey, cunts, I'm the guy uh, about the bionic arm. What? He's the guy with the bionic arm. Oh, He's, he's already written Things in. Things have already turned, boys. Oh, oh, um, say, hey, excited. boys, I'd, I'd be happy to come onto the pod and answer every single question you've got about this. <laughs> yeah. Is that what uh, he's No, no, no. He said, uh, I also have to get something off my chest. I always hear my brother fucking his girlfriend in their room, so I have to blast music so I don't hear them. Do you guys have any suggestions for songs? Keep it up, boys. You help me through a lot. <sighs> have you guys ever heard a sibling having sex? We talked about... Like you're hearing your mates, your housemates, a sibling's like it. I've never heard sibling. 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 That's that'd be too much. I personally think though, the big fella needs to learn how to like it. <laughs> no, that's too I reckon weird. he just needs to close his eyes and just learn to love it. <laughs> no, that's weird. There's no, no point because what will happen is if if you go down that rabbit hole, event like it's like when people get addicted to porn. And yeah. so they start, they, you know, they watch the missionary and then it's like, it's it not enough anymore. Yeah. And so then they got to go to doggy and then that's not enough anymore. And then eventually they're watching some real heinous tentacle shit. Danny gets dicked down or whatever it is. He's, he's going to listen to his brother and then he, he's going to be living out his fantasies. That's going to not do it for him eventually. And there's also a thing. I remember when uh, it was a thing we used to do back at our at our old house, Sebo, whenever someone would bring home a girl, yeah. we would chuck on Barry White. really loud music, <laughs> a bit of Barry White. Yeah. But then we'd like try and find songs that would suit that particular uh, uh, escapade. 
Like yeah. we'd, we'd try and we'd try and team it up a little bit, like pair them up a bit just to make them feel a bit uncomfortable. We, we were real cunts. I remember once we had a housemate who was planning on just meeting a girl, going out for dinner, but she was going to come over to the house first, and he went and picked her up or something. So what we did is we we sprinkled rose petals all over the bed and lit some candles and then put on some music. So <laughs> the poor girl was so freaked out. So good. Oh man. So good. And he was not happy about he it. He was not happy. He was not happy. He was Turned not out happy he was a narcissist, so it didn't really matter. But. He was not happy oh, about that. <laughs> but what's, what's some good songs? What can we fucking... Bar- I mean, Barry White is... It's is a bit of a stepmate stitch-up. <laughs> bit of a stepmate stitch-up. It's a classic. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for by U2. That'd be pretty funny. Um, um, what else you got there? Fucking boom, boom, boom. I want you in my room. Chris Isaac, Wicked Game. Is that too tender? He's my brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, one? brother. Yeah, anything that, brother related. Yeah, anything brother, bro. Um, what else can we do? So, you guys know music. What am I doing? I fucking hate music. Um, I don't know. You I guys got to fucking I, step it up. I don't know either. I just put on, maybe just put on some white noise or something. If you if you want to actually fix the problem. No, 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 like no, no. If you want to fix the problem, put put on some, yeah, like music like you were saying, like some Barry Manilow or something and really crank it so he gets the message that, because the girl will, will realise And then she'll get embarrassed Even if your brother's a deviant And he doesn't give a fuck The girl will be like oh, I don't want your brother listening to us Yeah I'm Sexy and I know it Or something like, Or something like that. record them And play it back to them That's oh. Now that's good Because imagine that's lying in bed Like oh my brother's getting Wait that sounds a lot like me Yeah you're right Live stream the entire thing <laughs> Put a hidden camera in the room Anyway that's been Confessions everyone Thanks for tuning in <laughs> Yeah, it was a little light on this week, but I just wanted to get it back on the table. I they want were to, good confessions. I want people to write in again. In there. It's been a bit quiet lately, so yeah, we need, we need more confessions. Send them in, guys. Uh, I do need them because I still feel shit. Yeah, I the, still feel pretty fucking. The confessions shit. make me feel better about myself when I hear them. I do too. Yeah, it's like I'm not the only one that's completely fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, although they they weren't particularly bad. So, like there was no one that you know. No, they were fun. We've bad. had some bad ones in the past. Maybe hopefully, hopefully the stories like what's the worst thing you've done at a Bucks party? Maybe you can, um, maybe you can. Oh, uh, maybe you need write a in prompt. Some, like maybe just let's do Bucks parties only uh, confessions next week. That's, That's good, yeah. So right. maybe that can inspire some Bucks parties. Uh, what do you call them? Hens nights, anything like that? Weddings, oh, yeah. anything I'd, wedding related. I'd love anything. to hear some hens night ones. Mate, that'd be a real I don't know much about hens nights. I don't, I don't know how bad they get. One, no. Never been to one. Never, never been, been invited. I've worked. One or two before. There's you used to be man. a male stripper, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. I, I used to have to. I get a permanent mark, and I draw my abs on. Yeah, yeah. I do you, windmills. Yeah. Did you play a character? <laughs> I knew they have cat, like they've got like you know like John Snow. I or... used to play Gav from Regular Old Boat. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good one. Oh, good everyone. Yeah. yeah, fucking I. Yeah, <laughs> get, I'm get drunk. <laughs> oh, make me a sandwich. That's exactly what you'd do. Oh, fucking love funny. it. Uh, anyway, you've been watching fucking Love Island or what? Yes. Uh, love Island, Australia is coming. It's in the end game now. I think we're down to the last few couples. I'm, I'm sort of tapped out a little bit. But I did see... I did actually have a question for you, Mark, about Love Island. Right. Um, I'm not going to be able to answer it. Well, so... I know nothing. You, you know Jake Paul? Yes. So you know how he's like a boxer now, yep. sort of. So the runner-up of... I think it's season four of the UK season of Love Island. Tommy Fury, who is ah. Tyson Fury's brother, I think <coughs> yeah, maybe maybe right. half brother, but his his brother uh, has been called out by Jake Paul, and then in turn has been like, "Yep, it's on. Like, let's fight." And he's actually a professional boxer, but I because obviously, like Tyson Fury's a bit of a gun. Yeah, Tyson Fury's amazing. I, I, the best that do you, was, do you know? Do you know anything about his his brother? I know nothing. As a, as a, All as I a, can say is the heritage of that entire Fury family is fucking insane. I, like, right? They are what do they call themselves? They call themselves the Gypsies, like because they they're legitimate Gypsies. They are the sort of blokes that would just go, they drive around and they would train in fields. Yeah, like Brad Pitt and Snatch. Like, in, yeah, yeah, exactly. They 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 will fight anything anywhere. They'd fight a tree if it looked at them the wrong way. Yeah, like, they don't give a fuck. These people are born fighters. They are just, and they've got incredible chins. Like these guys can get fucking hit, oh, okay, yeah. and they just do not go down. Like they're just they're they're made. They're warriors. All of the Fury family are warriors. That being said, Jake Paul uh, is a very good boxer now. Do you reckon? Surprisingly good boxer. Right. The problem with the Paul brothers, both of them, 
Like Jake's better than uh, Logan. I was going to ask you that, which is the better brother? Yeah. So Logan gets all of the big shots. Like he gets, he, he's got because um, he's, more, doing cause he's more famous. There's talks, I think, about Tyson. I, I to be honest, I reckon Tyson's going to flog him. The problem with those guys is they're either going the fucking oldies, like the geezers, or they they just can't get they can't get decent decent fighters. Like they're getting weird like drop offs from MMA like, or UFC, yeah, right. like retired other sport fighters. And like Dana White, uh, who's the CEO of um, and and the founder of the UFC, he is not going to allow someone to break off their contract with the UFC to go do a fucking exhibition match with these fucking idiots. Do you yeah. think it's like, fair enough? Because like. I mean, they didn't earn their stripes in the like. Even, even, you just take fighting out of it, but in a sporting sense, like they're literally just famous, and they decided yeah. they wanted to be boxers one day. And it's like a spectacle, and it's good, but it kind of dilutes their own sport. But it's like it's also it's like I don't know. It's boxing is a very dangerous sport. Like surprisingly, I think boxing is more dangerous than MMA. I think I think we should we should watch this fight because you normally I like you watch the fights, but I I never watch them. I will watch like a highlight here and there. But I, I want to watch the Love Island, the Love Island run, runner up. See, this is how you get in, though. Yeah, because now that when you're watching that fight, you'll watch the promos for the next pay per view or something like that. And you'll be like, "Oh yeah, right, I won't." And then you'll because you've been watching videos on YouTube, you'll start get recommended ones about the next pay per view, and then you start buying into the characters <laughs> there. <laughs> I never really next minute you're paying hundreds of dollars a year. I never really got into it until the McGregor Mayweather fight. Because, like, for that, you know, it was such a big event. We went down yeah. to the pub. I think we had to book. Yeah. It was so busy. And yeah, then you're getting around, time. like, yeah, it's like being at, it's like being there. Like, everyone's cheering yeah. and everyone's having a good time. Like, the atmosphere. I remember was I was cool. I was moving that day and then me and Dad stopped in at a, at a pub. And, like, my, my dad couldn't give a fuck about boxing, but it was just that big of an event. Um, we like squeezed in, and you sort of get sucked into it, don't you? You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, and and like, there's no one that can sell a fight like fucking Conor McGregor. I'm telling you right now, yeah. Like he, he outrageous to to be able to do what he did with the, you know, one of, literally one of the best that's ever done it as well with Mayweather. Like that is a that was a tough, that's a tough thing to even convince people that you may win. Do you think like, the Paul brothers actually want to be boxers? They really do. Like they really do want this now. They want to, uh, so that they've got a massive problem with the UFC not paying their fighters properly. And um, boxing is in real trouble, by the way. Boxing itself is in a real fucking state. Is that because yeah. UFC is so big? Like the, the thing with UFC is like they don't, like whatever, like, however much they get paid, I'm pretty sure it's still pretty healthy, right? And, and also like boxing, what has three different title belts and no one ever fights Shit each other? Loads. Shit loads of different divisions as well. Like yeah. you've got WBC and all these other fucking cunts that do it. Like you can, you, you've got to try and unite the belts and it's, it's so fucking hard to get done. But the UFC also give you, like they market you. Like they put you, the UFC like uh, social media pages are incredible. Yeah, yeah. So like they build you up. Because they want you, they want you to be a main event fighter. Boxing, it's all up to you. Right. Like Tyson Fury was good because he's a fucking personality. But to be someone like that, you've got to be someone really fucking special. Um, and to that's even the benefit. Get, get the fights in the first place. Hundred percent. And it takes a while. You only you only get a few fighters every now and again that just know how to market themselves. Yeah. And it's so good for those sort of like ones that don't know how to do it. Like Stylebender, our, our boy, fucking Israel, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Like he knows. He knows how to do it, but he wasn't, it wasn't, he still needed a little bit of help from the UFC to help build that narrative a little bit. So even those first couple of fights where he wasn't earning bazillion dollars every time he fights, the reason why he can earn as much money as he can now is because of all the work that the UFC did for him early days as well. Building up that narrative, they give you those fucking, they've got cameras following you around embedded um, into your into your camp and when you arrive at the fight they're following you around all the time they're helping build that narrative it's a media company yeah yeah the UFC is a media company not just a fighting organisation it's outrageous I am I should buy stocks in the cunts because they've just gone public (laughs) yeah yeah if Uh, I wasn't going into NFTs boys I'd be going back to that old money old fiat money (laughs) Uh, should we jump into mailbag we should probably jump into mailbag okay let's do it it's the Stepmates Mailbag. Welcome back for another week of questions. It's different to confessions because that's a con- that's a confession. These are just questions to the boys. They're Statements. And we, we're tracking your IPs on these ones. We are. There's, there's yeah. so much tracking going on. Mm. There's so much tracking on these ones. These um, are not anonymous whatsoever. If you want to send it in, you can go to the website. You can go to Instagram. Send us a DM. Uh, we'll read them all out. 
Um, that reminds me, there were some in my DMs. Uh, Mark, maybe you could read out these first couple while I go and get my phone. Oh, hey, what wasn't? Um, didn't one of these ones like the age got in touch and they were going to be in the mailbag today? Like, wasn't that? Wasn't that? They sent it over to g'day at stepmates.com.au. That's pretty. Isn't funny. that how the age got in touch with us? At g'day oh, they at did stepmates? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They basically read that one out yeah. of the fucking mailbag. That we should have uh, done that live. Uh, I tell you what. Maybe just take um, those first two there for me. Yeah, no worries. Um, ah, fuck! I'm going to knock your computer off the fucking off the desk. Um, so the mailbag we got. Hi, people. I'm loving your take on the pollies. Clive Palmer is fabulous, and I do love the fact it's all Aussie. Uh, keep up the great work. Better than the best. Oh, that's big Kathy Hammond. Big Kathy Hammond, thank you for your note. Thank you, Kathy. Surprisingly, getting a fair few um, like very positive reactions out of the out of the out of the cartoon, Sebo. Yeah, it's um, nice. It, it counters the hate that we were, we're getting. No, no, no. So that one was nice. Be- better than the best. Like we got Friendly Geordies. That was an interesting one that popped up during the week as well. Um, yeah, he backed it. He backed it. He said it was, what did he say? It was the best the best cartoon since Rick and Morty. He did say that. That's a he quote. Then, he then retracted and, yeah. um, and, and, and went back on that on the, that a few times. But statement. But loved your caricatures, Lucky. Yeah, that was pretty weird. Doesn't know it's us, but that's all right. Eventually, he'll find out that it's us, and hopefully, he gets a bit of a shock. Once yeah. this hip, hip piece comes out, everyone will know. Well, um, we were telling the age today because he was like, "What's the backlash been, boys? What's it like?" <laughs> and we we're like, "Mate, to be honest, it's not been that bad. It's not been that bad." We've yeah. been and then okay. he snickered and he was he said something like, "Just you wait." <laughs> and then I like, went on about how it's like, "Yeah, mate, the Twitterverse came for us, mate. They fucking didn't know what to do. They lit the fires. They had the fucking pitchforks out. They didn't know where to go. So they started attacking each other. They started consuming one another." And he's like, right. And then I was like, and then they found us and then they threw some venom our way. But I'm telling you what, mate, we've tasted the venom now and it's not that bad. (laughs) Right. What are your thoughts on immigration? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mental. yeah we're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, we're uh, in trouble here. Uh, okay. This next, next question is from Rory for the mailbag. Hey, lads, for the first time in my life, I've decided to take up running. I'm oh, a heavier bloke. I'm a heavier bloke and I've only running uh, two, kilometers, two kilometers to start with. I'm on 10 days straight and now my knee is bruised. I want to keep running, but I know I should rest it. Any tips on beginner running and dealing with injuries? Cheers, boys. Uh, it's a show. Yeah, so it, anytime an injury pops up, it, it, it typically means you're doing too much too fast. So um, two here to, to what is it, two kilometers a day. You're sort of looking at what, maybe fucking 12, 15 minutes of running there, depending on how slow you're going. Like if you're going too fast, you're probably going to get yourself an injury. Some to um, remember, boys, every time you take a step running, you're, you're putting eight times your body weight through your legs. Oh, my gosh. So every time you do that, you, it, that's the amount of force. You're going eight times your body weight. So it's, it's a game of patience, I reckon. You just need to take um, maybe take every other day and, um, and just rest it. Maybe warm up a few times. But typically as well, if, you're getting a, if you get an injury like that, it means you're not, um, you're not running with the proper form. It sounds like you might be heel striking. So when you... This is Nike's fault, by the way. Nike, when they invented the shoes with the massive heels at the back, that was all about because, like, when you when you when you're running, they want you. Oh, you got to be careful of your heels when they're hitting the ground. It's like if you look at a Kenyan marathon runner, their heels are just like kissing the ground. They barely touch the ground. As you're meant to be running on your middle of your foot. It's the best you can have your leg underneath you the whole time, the better. So it sounds like there might be just some running form problems. Jump on YouTube and have a look at um, proper running form. Um, there's some there's some fucking wicked pages out there, to be honest. In fact, I want to shout out the bloke who um, who looks after me. He's called the Balanced Runner. Um, look him up on on um, on Instagram. He's actually got a course that he's just dropped, uh, which is all about running form. This cunt knows what he's fucking talking about as well. Like he works you from from top to bottom, but. Um, Good on you though, big fella. Fucking get out there and have a fucking have a have a fucking run. Like, yeah, just keep going. Like if you need a rest, you need a rest. And then, yeah. And then when you've rested, keep doing it. Maybe do some other stuff too, like cycling or you know, change it up. Doesn't I um, running. remember when I st- when I first started running, I bought some fucking shoes, got them from Kmart, and then was running lots. And then I was like, I, I was I made it all the way to sort of running ten k, and my knees just were buckled, completely buckled. And then uh, my girlfriend was like the one that was like, well, maybe you should go get some fucking proper running shoes. And uh, I never had an issue with my knee again because I would always yeah, get right. proper running shoes. Um, so maybe go down to a nice, uh, uh, like I recommend the running company, but you can go to any sort of specialty running shoe shop. It, it actually does matter going to get proper shoes. How much do you reckon you should drop on a proper pair of shoes? Like 200 bucks. Yeah. 200 bucks and you can probably get it done. Um, 
But fuck, I'll, I'll shout you a pair of fucking running running shoes, mate. Jesus fella, Christ, get that's... you done. I don't even fight. I just spent this on tits on the weekend. <laughs> uh, fucking. Let me know. Get in touch and I'll buy you a pair of running shoes, big fellow. Fucking send me the receipt. Jesus, you're trying you to atone for some sins. I need to fucking get my get, get, get it back because, yeah, I need to do the right thing. But also, I know what it's like to be, you know, a heavy guy and trying to do something. And if, fuck, if that makes you, makes you keep going, I'm more than happy to fucking get it done because it makes a huge difference. And I find running was, the, was a real access to me getting a, a little bit more happiness in my life as well. Much better. Like, I would hate to see the amount of anxiety that I would have this week if I didn't go running yesterday and the day before, Sebo. I would be a fucking mess. You wouldn't be here. I would be a mess. Um, I may have put a gun in my mouth. Like, that's how bad it would have been, mate. Like, fucking hell. So, I'm a big, big, firm believer in running. Sorry, just one more thing on that as well. Whenever you get an injury, it's a it's a game of like problem solving. Don't don't beat yourself up about it. If it's a running form problem, if you've gone too hard, too fast, you've done something wrong, you fucked up, you ran into an old lady, a, a, a dog, a bin. You don't blame yourself. It's about problem solving. How to avoid that for next time you go out running? It's it's a, it's about constant improvement. And uh, thanks for reaching out. I'll just say one other thing as well. I think running slowly definitely helped me do it more often as well. Running like knowing slowly. that you don't have to run fast. Like run at like seven kilometers an hour, eight or eight. Um, don't worry know. about it. What everyone, how people look at you and all that sort of shit. You're running slowly. It's about building that base. You've got to build up. Like you've got to remember as well. It's like when I was big as well. Um, yeah, your muscles aren't used to working that way. So you've got to build up these little peripheral muscles around your knees and in your calf and in your hammies to be able to, you know, deal with that eight times your body weight every time you do a foot strike. So, um, yeah, fuck, get get some fucking proper running shoes. That'll fucking sort you out. And then just go on a deep dive in YouTube. It's a fucking, it's a rabbit hole, but you'll you'll love it. Uh, next question here. This is from Billy G. Uh, fellas, what single event or decision do you think most affected the rest of your life? Was there a turning point in your life that you can pinpoint? I can I can put it down. I remember one. I was sitting in my car, and I remember talking to my mum about this as well. We just got an opportunity to film a pilot, so I was uh, uh, I was working as a lawyer, and um, I just gotten this call saying, "Look, it's going ahead." It sort of had to make the decision, and I was working with a guy called Steve Vizard, like old school uh, comedy. He TV. used to host a Tonight Show and all this sort of shit, but he, and then he was kind of disgraced because he did some insider trading with Telstra, and then um, he basically he discovered. Uh, me and a couple of blokes and then wanted us to put together a pilot and I was I was like literally in the midst of becoming a lawyer but kind of hating it at the same time and then this opportunity came up and he was like mate fuck it you can go back and be a lawyer anytime you want like just fucking let's go let's go do this fucking pilot forget the job let's just jump in and do this pilot and uh, I remember I was talking to my mum about it and I was like should I just give it a crack or like and she was like look you can't always go back to be a lawyer. Like, just, just maybe just give it a go. Because up until that point, it was always just like a, ah, uh, maybe. Like, maybe we'll have a crack at something. But I, ever since that point, and I, it's in, it's in the Monash Uni car park, believe it or not, um, underground car park. <laughs> and I was like, it was dark, it was dingy. I put that down as one of the biggest turning points of my life, I reckon. Yeah, nice. Lucky. Um, it's probably like a couple... I'd when the boys asked you to be a part of the step, was, <laughs> that, was that it? That, that, I did think about that. Like oh when, wow! When, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm blushing. That, I was just stirring. That, that wasn't that wasn't what I was going to say, but I, I did think about that because when that that's definitely set me off on a trajectory of like this is now full time what I do for work instead of just part time and like I do other stuff and this for a bit of fun. But I'd I'd say probably when I bought when I decided to buy my iPad. Um, which is, it's basically my drawing tablet, the iPad Pro. And before then, like I, I, I didn't get one until I was like 26, 27. Mm. Um, I'd never drawn digitally before. Um, and I'd never really taken drawing seriously. Uh, and then when I bought it and then just kind of like, like I, I started using it and started drawing, like it took, it took drawing from, I just, you know, impress. It's a, it's Doodles. almost, yeah, it's almost like a party trick. You can just do a funny cartoon when you're having beers. To, yeah. oh, now I can actually like make a bit of money out of this, or I can, you know, I can start animating stuff, or like make, you know, you make a fucking Instagram page, and that's in turn led to all, like all this work, and 
Um, so yeah, probably that to be honest, dude. Yeah. I reckon it's pretty fucking cool. Like if it, to to be able to tell people because like you know there's a lot of kids back in the day that used to do sketches and drawings. They used to draw cars and little caricatures of people, little cartoon characters. Like a lot of kids drew back in school. I don't know how many of those were able to convert that into value making or money making in later in their life. Yeah, yeah like, not many. That is a pretty fucking cool thing. We'll like, see how far it goes, but it is a bit surreal at times. I think, you know what it is? I think it's just persistence. Like, I, I think, I, I know that hard work's obviously the thing that always gets, like, said with, you know, anyone who makes it in the entertainment industry, hard work's obviously, like, you know, number one thing you can do. There's a lot to be said for just not stopping, yeah, like, I reckon, yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think, and that's me. Like, uh, there's been times where I've worked really hard. There's been times where I've barely done any work, but I just never stopped. And yeah. I, I'm sure it's the same with you guys. Like, you, you kind of got your, your viral success, and then you just kind of keep doing it, and you just never really stop doing it. And eventually, someone asked, like, Channel 7 asked you, you guys asked me. Like I'll ask someone else. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. just kind of. The longer you're in it, the more people you get to know. And yeah, um, what's his fucking name? The fucking guy who plays banjo. Fucking uh, uh, comedian Steve Martin. Yeah, he right. Was, it was like always, you know. And if you if you are unignorably good, you'll mm. always get a go. Like that's that's what it's all about. So, and that's 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 what happened. But just like, just being there, like just just being in and around it for long enough, you'll yeah. you'll get a Guernsey. Mm. And you've got to do some fucking shit ones. Like there's got to be some days where you're drawing some fucking absolute garbage. Most of them, for yeah. you know, you got to draw some fucking shit ones that you don't want to draw. You hate everything you ever do. It's like like eventually. You know, we've written scripts that we didn't give a fuck about. Ones where you just go like, "Fuck, I don't care." <laughs> yeah. I've got to explain American football. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. What's your uh, what's what was your turning point, Sebo? Mine was going home at two a.m. on Saturday, boys. <laughs> Mate, you all grown I'm up feeling now. Feeling bloody huh? fresh. Yeah, you're feeling pretty fucking high and mighty now. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, he's brought mine, the comedy back. Mine would probably be uh, uh, losing the camera because that led to animation for out of necessity. Because um, we used to film everything, and then we Still just didn't today. have a choice. Uh, yeah. But also probably making Fighting ISIS because that was the first big animation. Like I'd always been in film school and stuff, and wanted to you know, direct and do all that sort of a thing, but I'd never had the drive to really put something together. And that was that took a lot of effort. That was the first animation we ever did that was long form, took 18 months, so there was a lot of... Uh, yeah. yeah. If you look at your life as a graph, if, if you zoom back far enough, yeah, sure, that's a turning point. You zoom in, that's a long... Yeah, yeah it's a long term. <laughs> that's <laughs> a long... 18 months is uh, a long, long can you pick a, a long Can you pick a moment in your life where you're like... Oh, this, I mean, I suppose the camera, you just said. Probably it. losing the yeah. camera. Maybe when we went up and did the corporate box up in, uh, went with Channel 7, when it was very real that we were getting this gig. Like, up until then, I yeah. don't think we really realised that uh, we, like, we, we, you know, the CEO put his fucking arm around us and was like, welcome to the fucking family, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Want actually, some yeah, bags? That- and we're like, <laughs> we are home. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually, because I was so fucking nervous going in there you as well. You want to get some girls? <laughs> but I remember. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember standing out the front with you and just, I, I was honestly like frozen with fear. I was like, man, I don't know if I can go in. Like, I'm so fucking nervous. And then you sort of pet me up for a little bit. It's like, all right, fuck, we just have to do it. Um, and then so we walked in, we walked up to the corporate box. And as soon as I was in there and had the first beer, I was like, I've done this before. Yeah. I'm just having beers at the footy. I know this. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> this is familiar ground. I'm good at this. Um, and that's, yeah. It was only when we had to start making the cartoon that we're like, we are not good at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really good at beers at the corporate box, but yeah. fuck, this is not us. Can that be the show? Uh, all right, there's um, three more questions here. Uh, two more Pauline related. I'll just get them out of the way. Um, you're probably getting criticism over the Pauline Hanson cartoon, so I thought I'd just say thank you for your commitment to the democratic process that cannot survive without free speech and especially satire. Cheers, Richard. I, 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 that's a little sucky. Yeah, that's Dick. That's too sucky because it's too much in support of Pauline. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know how what we're allowed to say on this pod, but like, don't vote for her. Vote, vote, vote for the grains. That, that's just my opinion. We're not. We're not. Well, you're in a you're in a funny position. I'm, I'm probably you? not going to vote, to be honest. I don't know what I'm going to do. Donk you? I don't know. Maybe I don't. No, but I, I, typically when I've walked in at the last couple of elections, I have like I've made a point of like when they hand you your ballot papers and whatever, I just go thank you, and then I just put it straight in. Yeah, like right. I just I just don't even go to the little box. I'll probably vote Labor. I think that's where I'm leaning at the moment. But yeah, right. That or the sex party. 
Are they still around? Mate, th- yeah, they have a different name now. I can't remember. I think we need to start our own party and uh, run ourselves. And we should do it via NFTs. The and by, by, <laughs> via a DAO. The so all parties. of our decisions are made by a DAO. Um, all right, last one. Last one from... <laughs> Fucking uh, not bad, right? Good idea. It's not bad. It's complete transparency. Democratic. It's, it's for the people. Oh, okay. It's completely done. So every... every you do have token, to buy in. you got to buy... No political party survives without money, right? But your donations are completely fucking transparent. And every decision, I'm going to say me, I'm going to say every decision I make is based on a proposal from the Dow. There's not one thing. So it's it's literally a hive mind of uh, of political influence. We can get it done, boys. We'll get enough signatures. We've just got to launch the NFT. That's all we got to do. Uh, that'll be coming out soon, right? December? What, my political one? No, the, 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 next one? the first NFT. Oh, the Krakens? The Krakens will be released December. Yeah. Potentially. We'll see. If you want to check uh, those yeah, out, no, we'll they, see. They'll be out December. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly positive that'll be done by then. The whitelist is full, by the way. Like we were talking about, uh, we were talking about this last week, get on the, down on down to the Discord. Yeah. And the whitelist is full. We've it's got 2,000 th- people on the Discord now. It is a real community. We are going to, we're going to be doing a podcast soon. Uh, with the other, f- uh, the the core team of the Kraken, and we're going to explain everything about the about the project, about the utility of the NFT, everything you need to know about fucking you know uh, uh, decentralized finance, NFTs, fucking Web three There's plenty to get your head around, but also about how this this new NFT fits within that world and the community that we're building fits into that world. The DAO, it's going to be huge, boys. I'm I'm I am fired up on this NFT business. And I'm ready to launch my own one after this. All right. About uh, political influence. <laughs> Next <laughs> question. Uh, sorry, last one on Pauline. This one uh, from a bit of a celebrity, boys. Uh, g'day, fellas. I think you blokes are fucking awesome. Paul Murray from Sky News. Oh, big Paul Murray. Oh big bearded Paul big Murray. Big Paul Murray. He loves you, Lucky. Fucking hell. He thinks you're awesome. I told you, mate. We're making... We're nah, making thanks, Paul. I appreciate we've, it. We've booked you on the show, mate. We're, we're going to get you on Sky we're News. We're making splashes in all the right places. Thanks, Paulie. Uh, you're a fucking right. legend, and mate. Final question here. I thought I'd ask what your guys' take is on loud exhausts for, like, Commodores and shit. Oh, I fucking hate that. Keep the potty up, boys. Love you. No homo. I'm I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of loud noises in general to be honest. I'm Did a, he say oh. no homo? Hashtag no homo. Oh my god. We said love you boys. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Love you boys, no homo. You don't know where he's from. Don't we don't know who he is. I don't know what his feelings are. Now I know. Oh, did it. you say no homo? No, he said hashtag no homo. Oh god. <laughs> Look, he's absolutely hell. struggling. Um, that's fair. That's fair. There's nothing wrong with that either. I like a loud uh, exhaust on a Commodore. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> But do I can you? appreciate do it. Do you really? I can appreciate it. I can. What do you appreciate? Okay. What do you appreciate about it? It just sounds powerful. Have you have you ever been on like a, a motorbike that is just fucking loud? Like there's something about it that gets your dick hard. I I my dad used to have a V8 hot rod growing up, and when you when you fire that up, it does make your dick rattle. It does in a weird <laughs> way that it does make you feel it, more manly. It feels like power. It, there is, I, I get that. I get it. The problem is, I like that. that yeah, but if it's not, if it's not, if you're not involved in that, and you're just, yeah, I didn't it's, build it. You know, it's Sunday morning, and fucking some eighteen-year-old kids hooning down the street. I a little smile comes on my dial, and I'm <laughs> does, like, does it? Yeah. See, the, the thing is, I like, I like the engine. I like that the the noise or the rumble comes from the engine, not so much the exhaust pipe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. I can get my Nissan Datsun 120Y, chop the fucking exhaust pipe back, and it's gonna it's gonna purr. It's, it's gonna, gonna be fine. It's, it's gonna fart. It's gonna it's gonna pop around all the joint. But like, yeah, I'm for it. No homo. No homo. No homo. Like all big right. pipes. Love that, big pipes. That's been the mailbag. Thank you, everyone. You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. That was a big old fucking mailbag, boys. Fucking, that was a fairly juicy mailbag, to be honest. Let's uh, compared to um, recent weeks, I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Thanks for everyone for for writing in. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate um, it, especially to Paul Murray, big fan of the show. Yeah, you're a big PM, <laughs> a big PM, That's Paul bit, Murray live. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's very strange. It's a little, strange. Little casual he, email from Paul Murray. I've got to say, whenever he's spoken to Pauline recently about the cartoon, he looks like a kid in a candy shop. He looks so fucking up and about. Yeah, he's so happy. We've had. There's been some bizarre ones. Mark was on the phone to Chris Pine the other day. Yeah, Christopher Pine. He wants to do a cameo voice. Is I, it really? I, I don't know. Are what you allowed to say that? Yeah. 
Uh, we might be leaking it a bit early, but um, that's all right. We've still got to work him in, so maybe it won't. Maybe it won't happen. Is he going to play himself? Yeah, he's not the big cameo people have been talking about, though. No, it's not no, a big no, one. No. We won't talk about that. But we got a few floating around. There's, there's, there's some cameos that we can potentially work. Is in. it as anyway. fun though if they play themselves? Like well, that's always maybe, maybe not. That's always same. That's always same. It, it might be just easier if I just do an awful impression of him. Um, but we'll see. We'll but see. We'll mm. see. We'll see. Anyway, yes. I guess we'll see. We might be cancelled tomorrow, so who knows? Yeah, keen to see this age article. You're obviously hearing us uh, on this side of the age article, so we'll see. And um, what's his name? Carl, if you're listening, don't fucking, don't dog us, Carl. I'll be fucking, <laughs> I'll be fucking shattered. I'll come after you. I'll come after you. He'll do it. I'll figure it out. Like We'll find a way. I don't know where you, I don't know where you are, but I'll track you down. You think you're a dick. I'm a dick. I'll, I'll get you. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, maybe it's really positive and we've got it. We owe you a couple of beers. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's really nice. Maybe it's not. Maybe he wrote the really nice article. And he's like, oh, the podcast. I'll jump on that. Have a listen. And he's just like, fuck these cunts. Shattered. Absolutely shattered. Anyway, that is the end of the Stepmates podcast. We, uh, we were a bit late on the Patreon podcast last week. A big week just totally fell away from us. But we had a, it was a pre-Bucks party. Uh, Patreon podcast, bit loose, bit wild. We we're a bit, you know, bit up and about. We we're, up and we're about. pretty, pretty fucking excited for what was going to be a big afternoon, big if, evening. If you want to hear Mark before being, uh, you know, deep in his regret, the um, last time I had a voice yeah. and two thousand dollars in my pocket, that was excited puppy. Jump on there. It's five dollars. Uh, it's five dollars a month. We right. we talk about stuff we can't talk about on here. We talk about fucking. The insides of the Pauline job, the secret, the secret dealings. Yeah, the, we you we know. say names, we drop names, we sell, we do all the dirt. But uh, the, the the main podcast will always be free. We'll we'll always be doing that shit. It's just a fucking, it's a, a bit of an added extra down on the Patreon for those good cunts that support us down there. We fucking will speak to you on Thursday. Thursday, boys, are we good for a Thursday pod? Yeah, let's do no, it. No, Thursday we we oh, do it's deliver the day. Yes, yeah, so it's Friday now. So should it be Friday? Yeah, is Friday okay? I I made this point last week. I often ask. Are we good for Thursday? I I believe what I'm saying here. Like I'm not asking you just for the show. I'm I'm literally trying to book a time in in calendars. Yeah, so like yeah. No, Thursdays. Okay, let's do Friday for Friday the podcast. We get it done. All right, for you good cuts to support us down on Patreon. We'll see you on Friday. But for all the rest of you freeloaders, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. See ya. Oh god, I feel like shit. <laughs>